guys, welcome to our podcast. Um, we're super excited to have my little from when, back when I was in a sorority, Madeline Lego on. Uh, she is an actor, a singer, and a creative currently based out of Columbus, Ohio. Um, you can keep up with her at MadelineClaireLego.com or at M-A-D-D-I-E-L-E-G-O on all platforms, Instagram. She's really fun on there. She's super sarcastic, <laughs> hilarious, and she'll definitely like brighten your day. Um, so how's it been? How are you holding up during all this craziness? Good. Um, it's been kind of like an interesting time. So my fiance is a COVID ICU nurse. So I feel like I've um, sort of like seen the like world from his point of view a little bit and then also like myself sort of everything in my life has changed in the last like six months since all of it happened so I'm holding up fine you know um every day finding new ways to like feel normal Mm -hmm. um but yeah, life's good. Um, I really congratulations. By the way, I'm so happy Thank for you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I it, can't wait to meet him. I feel like we would. I picture like me and Sam. Well, now I don't know if you're ever planning on living in New York again, but I yeah. always pictured like me and Sam visiting you in New York, and all like us for like hanging out, hanging out, going to the gym, and this yes. Is, Yes, you can visit me now. I mean, you can come visit me now in Columbus. Like, it would still be fun. That'd be closer. Right now, because, yeah, because of everything. But, like, we, I mean, he, so the reason we're in Columbus right now, um, I was working at a theater here prior to the shutdown. And um, when the shutdown happened, our, like, I didn't know really what I was going to do. And so I also work at Lululemon and I work at one of the stores here while I was working at the theater. So I stayed on part-time with them, um, through everything. And then it came time to like sign my lease in New York again. And I sort of was like, well, I don't really know when theaters are going to reopen. Um, and I don't really know like what, what that looks like. And I didn't have a time frame, So I went ahead and like moved all my stuff back here and have been based completely out of Columbus since then. But, um, Ben is on a contract here with a hospital for the next year. So that's why we're in Columbus. And then after his contract with this hospital, we will be moving back. So oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a pretty good call probably to get out of New it's, York during that. Cause then it yeah. ended up being, um, lasting way longer than any of us imagined. Absolutely. And like, it just felt right to be here, especially, I mean, now that I'm engaged, it's like, okay, well, time to be, you know, with my partner. So, you know, when you want to have your wedding, uh, I, I don't have a date and I say it very strongly because I don't want to have a wedding until everyone can like go without wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. And I know that like some people are doing a great job of like having socially distant weddings and smaller ceremonies, like whatever. but like, like yeah, but like, I want to have a big party with mm-hmm. all of my friends and I don't want to compromise it. So I would rather wait two years to be able to do that than like doing it now and being 
a risk and like making people uncomfortable because I want everyone to feel like they can come. So we don't have a date. We know it's probably going to be a destination because neither of us have like a place we're dying to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's going to be a huge party. That's all we know. That's exciting. <laughs> Is yeah. your boyfriend from Ohio? Yeah. He's from this area. He's like from 45 minutes outside of Columbus, Ohio. How did you meet him? We met on Instagram. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I had, um, I don't, contrary to like how much I'm on Instagram, I really don't like spending that much time on my social media. So I had a bot that would like go through and like posts for me. I'll admit it. And I don't anymore, but it liked a bunch of his pictures And he then was like, who is this random girl? So then he liked a bunch of my pictures. And I was like, wait, who is this guy liking my stuff? I didn't realize realize my bot had liked his stuff. And so so then I liked like another picture of his or something. And he commented on one of mine. And so once he commented on my picture, I slid into his DMs. And I was like, hey, what's up? And we started talking and never stopped. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> That's like, such a good story. You'd be like, uh, yeah, actually, um, joke's on you. I was not that into it. was the bot, but actually I like no. it. No. Well, and like right after that, I pretty much just like stopped using that bot. And I was like, well, whatever. I'm done. Like, I don't need to do that. I don't care that much. And stopped using it. I was like, well, it made me find love. So <laughs> it was yeah. worth it. Yeah. That's awesome. We met on Tinder. So I've never heard that story before. Yes. Oh Fair my enough. gosh. Yeah. 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 I, I think dating apps are like, if you use them the right way, they are great. Yeah. I feel like I have to coach girls how to use them. <laughs> <laughs> like they're always like, it's just a bunch of douchebags that just went in your pants. And I'm like, well, you can, it's very easy to tell a guy that's like that from the get go. Like, right. Like, how are they speaking to you? Yeah. Are they saying like, um, I want to take you out to a nice restaurant and spend my money on you? Or are they like, come over like last minute asking you to come over and watch Netflix? You know what I mean? So, (laughs) right. Is it a 3 p.m. or a 3 a.m. text? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I have a puppy by the way, too. And she, I've seen a ball of energy she's a girl she what's her name yes her name is Maeve so my two dogs are Tate and Maeve they are both golden doodles um Maeve is like four or five months old um and she's she's a spitfire I'll tell you what I've never had a puppy I've I've never had a puppy Uh, I was not around when Tate was like brought home. So, and I didn't grow up with dogs. I grew up with cats. So this is the first dog I've ever had. So it's a whole new experience for me of like potty training a puppy. What? It's so hard. It was so hard, but she's doing well now. She's good. She's just crazy. We don't have any accidents during this. It's okay. We should. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. (laughs) Um, that kind of, that made me think of a question earlier. You said you used a bot um, to like people's and I'm guessing that's because you feel somewhat of a pressure to have a social presence because now in Broadway or um, acting, 
it seems like things they're also pushing for people to have like a social presence, obviously, because it's the new form of advertising and you want to advertise your movie. So do you, um, how do you like cope with those pressures? Do you wish that you lived in a, in like, uh, the centuries before this where there weren't those pressures, like you could be an actress without having to post on Instagram? Yes, I a hundred percent. And you know, some of the actors I admire the most really don't have much of a social media presence, like even to this day. Um, and I love that like they're able to just exist and like make their art <clears throat> and it, they don't have to do like the other stuff. They don't, they don't have to do ads and like commercials or whatever, because, and, and I think there's something to be said about like when you're at a certain level of like fame and notoriety, like nothing is personal life anymore. Everything is public. And so like, if you have the ability to either not have a social media presence or like to have a private, small enough, like you know what I mean? It's like Kim Kardashian probably has a secret Instagram that has like 20 people on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what all, I mean? Right. They, they all call those like do, Demi right? Lovato was caught with one of those. Yeah. Like the burner accounts that they have with their actual friends. Maybe they don't, I don't know, but I would, I would want to, I've considered that several points making like my own Finsta. Like my little cousin has a Finsta. She's in mm. high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. why don't I do that? And have just like that private life. I guess that's what close friends are. But yeah, I admire like the fact that Jennifer Aniston or whatever didn't have Instagram until I think it was like during COVID or whatever that she got it or something, right? Mm -hmm. I don't remember. But she got it and like blew up in an instant. And I'm like, I can't imagine going from having zero Instagram to having like 5 million followers or whatever. Like, that's crazy to me. So yeah, I don't know. Has social media been helpful for you to to get work ever or? Um, yes, I would say it's more helpful to get like random gig work than it is to get legit work. Like I will get approached more for that sort of like marketing advertising, like, Hey, will you do an Instagram post or like, Hey, you're really funny. Can I give you free pick? Like, will you come model for me? And I'll give you the photos from, you know, letting me like that kind of gig type work versus let me offer you a role in this show. Um, and I think that says a lot about like, it's not, you have to get to a certain level of like social media fame to have it really benefit you. And I am not someone who at this point is like putting in the, um, it's a lot of work. The, it, 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 it's a whole other like type of career to like, yeah, focus I've on been that, trying like social media. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> right here. It's so hard. Yeah. 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 It's hard. And like, I don't think I I think there's still a sense of like people who are auditioning and like doing the actual act, like the the acting side of things are the ones that are being cast in movies. It's not the people doing like the, you know, um, like tea, whatever. And I think that there's a place for both. And I think you have to get really good at one to be really good at like 
when you get really good at one, you can pop over to the other, but you mm-hmm. have to get to a certain level. Yeah, it's hard. And like <clears throat> social media is, it's savage. There's so many different industries in it. Like, oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And Whole new ball game. Also, it's like, like, for example, Instagram is so, you can't get any like organic reach anymore. Like no. it, the more time goes on, the harder it is like to get for me to get like likes or reach on my post because there's more people using it, more competition, more people like trying to be famous on there. And that's why like some marketing experts really push like Gary Vee, like use these new platforms like TikTok and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it comes with a whole new, like you have to learn this whole new thing and a whole new and you feel weird. And <laughs> yeah, I have not, I will openly admit, I have not figured out, like, I've not figured out what my thing on TikTok is. So I've not been posting on TikTok and I'm so behind and I know that, but like, it's a whole new world. You have to just like dive in and do it. And I know that like someday I will start TikToking and feeling confident about that choice. But like, <laughs> I sit there and scroll for hours and I'm like, how did you guys do this? It t- I have tried to record myself singing for TikTok. And I say, like, I have a degree in this. And I've sat down and spent like 20 minutes trying to record a 30 second TikTok and can't, I'm like, I hate this. I got to it's not good. So then I just realized, <laughs> so it's probably just me, but yeah. Shout out to all you TikTokers. <laughs> I actually had a TikTok go viral and it was like the most <gasps> random TikTok. Which one world. was it? Um, I took this video in the airport behind this girl and I was like, I always feel poor at the airport. And then I showed like all of her, she had like I think those tennis shoes. They're called like golden goose tennis shoes. Oh and yeah. She had like a bunch of expensive bags and I like put in text the name of each bag and the price (laughs) and it got 1.8 million views. And it was like, of course, like the thing that's not me that I tried, like I like randomly did that, like went viral and it had nothing to do with like me or what I want to do on there really. But at least it was fashion related, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so funny. Like I had no idea. That's really funny. Good for you. I love that. (laughs) I had one TikTok, one of my like five that I've uploaded and mine are all ones that like, they're not original content. Let's just say. Um, Like a trend kind of? Yeah, it's like a trend. But is the one where you like walk in on your significant other playing Call of Duty naked? I did that to Ben and that one kind of blew up, but like... (laughs) Wait, he was naked playing it or you were naked? No, no, no. He was playing it and you walk in the room naked and see how they react. Oh, and God. he he was funny, but it's like it wasn't really me. Funny. It was him. Oh, you were so naked. Like the, I, yeah, and so it's like, it doesn't really count. That's funny. It doesn't count. <laughs> That's hilarious. I it is really funny. Good. Yeah, that was a good one. That one made me laugh. Um, so we always do these like random pop questions. Um, oh, yes. And so the, because we talk about tech, music, health, um, fashion, pop culture, and self-improvement. So they're all kind of like in those um, subjects, which I'd love to talk about health with you guys, with you too, because I know you and your boyfriend have seemed to be very into that. Yeah. Um, 
But what is your favorite hot hardware or software that's not common? So what is an app or something? Just any Ooh. piece of technology. That's not common. Okay. Um like like I okay, 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 cool. I'll go. I know. I have a whoop and I would say that it's popular, but it's not common. Um and for those who don't know what a whoop is, it essentially is like another fitness tracker talking about health too. And, um, it opposed to like what a lot of them typically do, which is like tracking your steps, tracking, like how much you're expending. This one is focused on like your recovery. And so it's really focused on like sleep and your heart rate and like your resting heart rate and how it is your HRV. Um, Anyway, I got this a couple months ago um, and I really do like it. I've never been a great sleeper and I've always noticed that like my recovery at least seems like it's not as good as it could be. And so I kind of wanted to like figure out why that is and being able to balance like, am I really taking my rest days strategically? Am I like sleeping enough? Um, and so it's been really helpful for me. I feel like, especially sleep wise, I've like finally started to get into good habits again, since I've been out of school. I feel like when I was in school, I had no problems with like being on that schedule of like waking up early, going to bed late, whatever it is. And then I was good at it for a while, like while I was on tour, but then I just got into like a really bad habit of this last, like through all of this, my sleep schedule has been crazy. So this has been a really good way to like balance that back out. Um, yeah, that's yeah. a really good one. Cause I feel like. I, I was thinking of getting one of those a, a little bit ago. I still kind of want to. Yeah, I really <laughs> like it. Cool. I mean, I have, I will be honest. I do have an Apple watch too. So I'm like double strapping it. It's very, <laughs> it's a lot. Do, is but, that a fitness ring thing too? <laughs> yeah. It's one of the rubber ones. I just. But that doesn't I track always, anything. Oh, I know those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. little silicone. Yeah, um, but I have an Apple Watch and I really love it, but I have a Series 1 Apple Watch and I need to get a new Apple Watch. And honestly, once I get Santa. the new... Yeah, Santa! <laughs> um, once I finally either replace or get a new one, I am unsure if I will use this because the new Apple Watches have more features and stuff that like track sleep and all of that better. So unsure of what my needs will be once I replace my watch. But for right now, this is great. If you don't have an Apple watch, if you don't have a watch or a tracker, love the whoop. Yeah. I had never heard of the whoop or anyone having it until uh, Joe Rogan. Uh, it's like a sponsor of his podcast. Yeah. I was going to say this past month, suddenly everyone is also um, promoting it on podcasts. I, I've heard it on several of the podcasts I listen to. I was like, oh. And that's, I was thinking about getting one because that's the only reason I would really want an Apple Watch because mm -hmm. I have enough distractions with my phone. So like the whole like texting <laughs> on my watch, I don't really need, but the, yeah. uh, like all that sleep stuff is health stuff is interesting to me. Yeah. And it, it it's very interesting. Like it, the app is really, um, 
it's, if you're a data person, it's great because it shows you your data right there and you can just like, Oh, I woke up like last night I had 14 disturbances while I slept, which means like I woke up. Um, was it a puppy? (laughs) No, it's not even the puppy. Like it's normal to wake up in your sleep, but like I did it a lot last night. So I was probably like uncomfortable. I, the temperature in the room, just like that sort of stuff that you don't really think about, but can affect. Um, and so yeah, the app just like tells you all those things right there immediately. And I really love being able to like see that and track that because I'm super, I just, numbers are. Me too. I, like I love, numbers. I have yeah. an Apple watch and I love all the data. And it, yeah. they, I, it recently, they started, like you said, the now the, the track sleep and I'm, mm-hmm. I was happy about that. Nice. But it's also kind of yeah. disturbing to be like, oh man, that, you know, I'm sleeping much less than I thought some nights <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> for the same reason. For sure. Sometimes I'll wake up like, and then you're not getting the deep sleep, you know? Sometimes yeah. I wonder if he has that breathing problem in your sleep. Sleep, sleep apnea? apnea. Yeah. yeah. I wonder sometimes if I do too. I've never, I don't know. Yeah. Probably not. I that think I have everything. Like <laughs> that's why. Yeah, the internet does that to us now. True. When we start WebMDing things. Yeah. Oh God. But yeah, I think it's really common that you don't know you have it. You know, and yeah. if you're waking up 14 times a night, that could maybe be a sign. So that is true. <laughs> not to scare you. I I'm sitting here like oh, I need to go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um we'll talk about happier things <laughs> the next the next pop question that I always ask is what is your favorite song of all time and what's a favorite right now my favorite song of all time I have a couple but my like favorite song of all time is all star by smash mouth Um, (laughs) I have no shame in it it's just so hype and like it truly puts me in a good mood no matter how upset I am it's I've loved it since I was a little kid like when I my dad always tells the story of when I was really little I got pneumonia a couple times like over holidays and one day he was taking me to the doctor's office and I was in the back seat like dying of pneumonia and I sang every word to All Star from my car seat, and my dad, <laughs> and my dad always just like says it was so funny watching me be so sick, but really committing to the song. Maybe that's your next TikTok. <laughs> so maybe it is. I don't know. But yeah, so All Star so is my song. Um, my favorite song right now. Let me think. Let me just go to Spotify. It'll be faster for me. Um, I get in moods where like every season or like every month or so I start a new playlist on Spotify of like the new songs. I'm sure everyone does this. Um, right now, what am I into? Um, I really like Remy Wolf. I don't know. Um, Okay. Two, two things. Here we go. Three things. Miley Cyrus's new album has been on repeat a lot. Um, Meg Thee Stallion, good news. That album has been on repeat at the gym a lot for me. Um, And I truthfully will be honest, I did not prepare and I have not listened to Evermore 
the Taylor Swift album. Mm-hmm. I was going to yesterday and then didn't, but that's on my agenda today to finally listen to mm-hmm. her new album. I'm sure that will be on my favorites, but Remy Did you Wolf, like folklore. I loved folklore. I think it was such a like lovely return to some of her like country roots and it wasn't trying to be anything. I love the like I love that folk sound. So mm-hmm. for me, I was like, oh, it's Taylor like writing this stuff. Oh, big fan. I I have always, regardless of like if I've enjoyed her songs, I've always admired her as a songwriter. Like I think she is the best of our generation. Mm-hmm. Truly. Yeah, she has a way um, with words, very poetic. Yeah, she's so, so good. And I think there's a trend right now, especially with like artists that are between 20 and 30, I think, of them really pulling back and like doing all this full, like actual music music and kind of straying away from that pop sound that we're hearing from everyone. Because like Harry Styles' album is very like pulled back. Hers is that way. Miley has this new like rock sound she's going with. Um, Katy Perry even sort of like every time she's performed live lately has been doing like really pulled back performances and I don't know it's just something I've noticed and I really love that because like the 70s easy rock listening like folk sound is my favorite kind of music so yeah I um I really enjoyed folklore it's less of um you know pop hits that I feel like I can turn on when I'm in a bad mood that like Mm -hmm. like some of her old stuff like it was like, you know, those pop hits, but yeah. it's very like, I can have it on while I'm like working or cleaning the house. And it's just like soothing and beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Who's yeah. Remy Wolf? So Remy Wolf is, she's a young artist. She, I only know, I've heard all of her music, but like only really listened to a couple of them there's a song she has called Monte Carlo that I love it's such a bop um and then she has a couple others that um are like really good as well and are starting to pop up more on like the curated playlist on Spotify I'm starting to like see her stuff more um she has a song called Woo that I like Um, and it's sort of like rap, pop, like Mm -hmm. new kind of like, yeah. And it's very bright, if that makes any sense. It's like bright and yeah, it's great. She's fine. She's fine. Yeah. (laughs) She has an interesting voice. Um, yeah, Uh, those are my tunes I've been listening to. I've also been listening to uh, Aria Grande, Ariana Grande's new stuff. Her new album, I I do like it. I don't know why. There was like, I feel like I missed it. Like I just missed the release of it, and then I ended up listening to it. Like, it's not super after her last album. It's the Thank You Next era. I guess yeah. that was the one before that. There's not a lot of songs that you're like, this is going to be a hit or any of that. There were no songs that I was like, this is a hit, which makes me wonder if she has really good music coming out soon. Like if she released that as sort of like she did with 
sweetener and whatever the two that she did back to back. Yeah. I'm like, are you doing that again? Are you Mm going to drop another album? Yeah. It actually, it did remind me of sweetener. Like it it was like a little more vibey chill, Mm -hmm. like not experimental. Yeah. It was experimental, which I don't know. I'm excited to listen to Evermore though, because if it is similar to, sorry, I bounced back to Taylor Swift. No, but like, Similar to how Taylor Swift has now done Folklore and Evermore. I'm excited to see if Evermore is. Feels like a letdown or if it feels like it's getting bigger, similar to how I felt with Ariana Grande's two albums of like one of them was kind of like, oh, and then the next one was like, whoa. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I don't want you to put your hopes up too high for Evermore. (laughs) just morning i actually and i actually haven't seen many people's reaction which kind of makes me feel like that might be the case Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's good but it's nothing different really from the last one but i don't know um makes sense workout food routine if you have one we're switching over to health do you have a workout or uh yeah so I workout wise, I train in like more of a bodybuilder type style for like lifting. Um, and then I do cardio like three times a week. Um, but I, I do like, a, I get at least, I get like at least 10 to 20. That's a very broad range. I'm aware steps a day, but then I'll like do cardio on top of that. Um, cardio. I know I 10 get, to 20, so I don't really 10 to 20 steps all day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> thousand a day. <laughs> yes, I take 10 to 12 steps a day. That would be like me. That's how I, that's day. how I keep this shape. Um, <laughs> No, it's so like I get my steps and I know I'm always going to like get my cardio because I either run or bike or like cycle or something like three times a week. Um, and then I lift like five or six days a week. Um, wow. as do you for do a food, specific split for lifting? Yeah. So I do push pull legs typically. Nice. Um, and that goes back and forth right now. I'm sort of in that split. Um, I do occasionally like take times in which I'll do like more spot specific and we'll do like a chest day, a leg day, a back day, a shoulder and arm day, like that sort of split. But, um, right now I'm just coasting. I'm not really like it's bad to say I don't really have any goals, but right now my goals are just like weight specific more than anything. And I'm not trying to like super train for anything. So I'm sort of just like coasting, um, in that I'm like doing what sounds fun that day, opposed to like being really strategic with my, um, planning. Um, but yeah, I love to lift, like lifting heavy stuff is one of my favorite things in the world. Have you always liked to lift or did your boyfriend get you more into lifting? Uh, I've always, well, always. I started lifting. So when I was in high school, I played volleyball and um, we lifted for that. And that's like the first time I really lifted. 
Um, and then when I stopped playing volleyball, I stopped lifting for a little while. And then when I went to college my freshman year, um, and I was sort of like, oh crap, I don't want to gain the freshman 15. I did anyway, but I digress. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I started lifting again my freshman year of college and I would go like a couple days to the rec. But um, I didn't start lifting like, at that point I was still sort of doing like random whatever I didn't follow anything I started following a plan more probably my sophomore year of college was around when I started to like yeah because it was right after I had gotten I like had a weird sickness thing and after I did that was when I was like oh I'm gonna like put more focus on my fitness and that's when I started (laughs) so then I had been lifting for several years before I met Ben and it was one of the things we bonded over. One of our like only mutual friends was actually someone through the fitness community. Oh, that's cool. We both know. So, yeah. It's been really hard for me lately to like. The motivation. Are the gyms open where you guys are? Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good at least. I mean, that's like a little bit. Yeah. They're open for now. We'll see. Um, We have to wear a mask in the gym though. While you're working out. Yeah. In our gym. That just recently changed. Like it was, you just have to wear your mask into the gym, but then you like, Mm -hmm. once you're working out, you cannot have your mask. No. Yeah. No, you have to wear it the whole time. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I feel like it's better. It's like, you might as well. Um, Yeah. It feels pretty like defeats the purpose if you're like taking it on and off. Like every time you're getting closer. It's like, just get one of those non, like one of the surgical ones. Mm-hmm. that's like super light easy easy peasy but um yeah it's been weird we like we were really lucky that we have a friend with an, a home gym like in this big shed um that we during the lockdown were able to like he would just leave it unlocked and let us go work out there um that's in um ohio or in new york in ohio yeah in ohio awesome. so we got really lucky with that a couple days a week i mean it's like 45 minutes away from us but um we were able to do it like a couple times a week at least while stuff was really shut down um and so we sort of stayed in shape during that the good thing i will say the good thing about the like everything that has ha- transpired this last year is that like during the warmer months, especially when we were locked down, I was going on such long walks and like being outside and whatever. And I was, I feel like since I wasn't, I was in a good space, like fitness wise, even though I really wasn't working out, my physique sort of changed. I saw my muscles sort of like decrease, but I did feel like I was able to like sort of maintain something I was like, okay with only because it was warm and I was walking my dog but the second it got cold I was like I'm screwed <laughs> yeah that's how I feel that's how I feel this I miss the warm I've weather. like all right yeah so it's okay though we'll we'll make it out we'll make it out to the other side spring will come soon <laughs> yes um we next... haven't even gotten to winter <laughs> <laughs> I know it's gonna gonna really suck but that's okay 
We'll get through it. Chris, we've got the Christmas spirit to help us right now. God bless Christmas. <laughs> um, typical thing. This is a fashion question. Like, yeah. can you explain your style? Like what you would typically wear casual day and then what you would wear for getting dressed up? Okay. Um, <clears throat> so typical day, to be honest, I would be in leggings or shorts, like spandex shorts. Um, and either like a crop top or a sweatshirt of some kind. I'm probably wearing Lululemon and it's because I work there. Um, you had a nice discount there. Uh, I'm not at discretion to say. Oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> but buckle, I'll tell we got, you later. <laughs> buckle, we got a nice, uh, nice discount so yeah I enjoyed yeah that I mean they treat they treat their employees so well like we were kept on through everything that happened like while stores were shut down it's like it's the most I cannot recommend working there highly enough but that's what I would be wearing probably on just like the everyday whatever and either like if it's summertime some sort of sandals situation like probably chacos if it's cold tennis shoes or vans I don't know um <clears throat> or chucks um if i'm dressing up and like dressing cute and going out and doing fun stuff i'm probably in some sort of like jumpsuit romper not romper because i don't really wear rompers but like jumpsuit situation um <laughs> it's <laughs> it's probably a bold choice um there are hoop earrings involved uh a blowout of sorts with my hair Mm-hmm. Um, and I like boots. I don't know, like boots or heels or like a wedge or a sandal. I don't know. It depends on the season, Shaney. You you have to be specific. Where are we going? What's the event? Um, yeah, I mean, you always look hot. That's oh, that's stop. that's the general consensus. <laughs> I it's like. I, I have no way to describe what I wear. Like my clothing choices you, are just. Yeah. She's like the type of person bold. that when she wears casual stuff, she'll wear like the most weird, like the Chacos and stuff. Yeah. Like, I like, she wears, like, like the most weird sweaters shit and, like, together, but yeah, it like, it works. Maddie can pull it off. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's her personality is like, she can just pull off like more crazy things. Like, it's lo- like, like she'll always wear like socks with her sandals or something like that. I don't know. Do you do that? I feel like that's sometimes so. I've done that. I've done that. <laughs> that's happened. Um, what is, this is like a funny pop culture question and your yeah. boyfriend might get jealous, but uh, <laughs> any celebrity crush that you. <gasps> who, who do I not have a crush on Shane? <laughs> I have a crush on everybody. I'm a Libra. Um, so I. I am not totally convinced that I'm not going to end up married to Adam Driver at some point. Um, Adam Driver is, he's in Star Wars. I don't know if you watch Star Wars. Um, He's also in Girls, the TV show on HBO. Um, He's marriage story. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in love with him and like i'm okay if he knows that's that. such a Didn't funny he have like kind of a, a funny celebrity <laughs> i know and i'm also in love 
<laughs> also He's in love with Pete looking- Davidson. Like, yeah, that one I can't say too like loudly though because I'm worried that like when I'm also starring on SNL that like things will get weird because I'll be married. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want him to know. So I, I can't yell that one too loud, but I am kind of in love with him. <laughs> um, yeah, and then. I am, I'm also really loving, I've always loved Justin Bieber, but like this resurgence of Justin Bieber that's happening right now, like, yeah, chef's kiss. <laughs> what a cutie, right? It's like, I love, love like, you love, love to see it. His love yeah. for his girlfriend too, like, that makes Same, I'm like, love your girl because we can't love each other. I have a man, he has a girl, just like, love her. And he's always hyping her up. It's so cute. Yeah. And they're, oh, imagine if they ever have a child. It's going to be so cute. Yeah. I think he wants to have kids soon. I read. (laughs) Ooh. And she's like, wait, like, let's wait. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how old she is. How old is she? She's younger than us um, by a few years, I think, or a couple of years. Yeah. She's, yeah. Um, This is the last pop question. Um, do you have a favorite self-improvement book or philosophy book um, or any just, if not a book, then a podcast or something that, um, or even a quote, yeah. just anything that for you embodies self-improvement or your philosophy helps helps like you something that get by. really influenced yeah. your ideas. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Influence your ideas. I've read a lot of self-help books, right? Like we all have, we've all, I'm trying to look and see if I have. Well, I'm worried when I ask that question that no one's read a self-help book. Oh no. I've read like every single one. Ask me my opinion. Like I'm that person that's like, okay, let's see your philosophy. And I think when it comes down to it, all I've like really what I seem to always take away from it is um like coming down to the fact that like you're you're enough you're on the right path like what is for you will not pass you um and I think that that has been like the thing I always remind myself whenever I read these things that's like anything that is for you is not gonna miss you you know so, um, I don't, I'm trying to decide if I have one that like feels really like the one that, um, cause I really liked you are a badass. I really like, um, how to win friends and influence others. I really like. Um, I've read Gary V's book. I don't know if he has more than one. I've read one of his books. Um, I really like some of the Tony Robbins stuff. Um, did you know, um, do you know who Carissa Cooch yeah, is? Yeah, 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 yeah. She, she works, for, works him. for him. Isn't that awesome? It's so cool. She's just like living out her dreams. And I find that so inspiring. I think what, like for me, um, what I find like to be the most like, the best 
personal development you can do is just taking the time to like develop yourself. It doesn't really matter what program you're following, but if you're taking the time to sit down and try to make yourself a better person, you're gonna, you're gonna become what like more than what you were before. And it's the willingness to like sit down and take that time for yourself. And I, I feel very fortunate that like something I have learned that is important to me is literally that. And I learned that by working for Lululemon and like having that time that they really devote to like the personal development of their people, of their educators. And like, um, they, your training is chock full of this stuff. And I spent, I have spent so much time in the last couple of years, like really being able to dive into what my goals are and like who I am and, what kind of leader I am and all of these things that I really wouldn't have done if I didn't have someone say like, take an hour and do this for yourself sort of thing. And then pay me for it, which like, that's nice. But, Mm. um, like the, the best thing you can do is just doing anything. It's, you know, it's like, if you're not sure what philosophy to follow, whatever, like try, try, try one. You don't have to commit to that one, but like, if you put, if you put the time and energy, you're going to know if something feels right or if it feels wrong. And I've read many, like I was looking over there because you were asking me the question. I was like, I really don't like that book, but I liked parts of it because like, I don't always totally agree with someone on something. Like there are several books that like talk about their opinions on like how you should get a man and things like that. And I really disagree with some of the stuff, but like, I really admire how they talk about like how you hold a friendship or something. Mm-hmm. So I think you just have to like do the, do the due diligence of not following one, one person, because I don't think any of them would want you to be that way, but like taking it and sort of like making it into what will better you in that moment. If that makes sense. I like that. And I like what you said about your lemon job. Um, because I found that, I learned a lot through my retail job, which is, I think that sometimes Mm -hmm. we put down having like these normal jobs when Mm -hmm. it's not like our end goal. And so sometimes people don't take the job at all. And Mm -hmm. it's like, there are reasons why you're in that place. And there are things that you're going to take from it and learn from it. Like I learned so much about sales, just watching um, one of my other employees like that had worked there forever, just sell things like so she was so personable and she could get you to open up about anything and just really figure out what it is like that you, your style and you want. And she was never just like, Oh my God, look at this cute top. Like it was first, she would like become your friend and, Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't, just to sell something like she truly did want to become your friend, like because yeah. she was bored or, <laughs> or whatever, like she wanted to make yeah. her job more fun by making friends on the job, you know? So, yeah. um, it came from like a genuine place. And I think, um, I learned a lot of that, like that through marketing, like you need to be genuine and personable. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you about your, um, can you tell the listeners, and I, I don't fully know, but Maddie is like so talented, guys. Like she's an incredible singer. And I had like, I went to this, I was actually, I was taking a theater class, like my last 
semester something. And I like had to go, or maybe it was, I was watching Estancia or something, one yeah. of our other speakers. Yep. And so I went to this performance and then Maddie was like the star in it and she was so good. And I was like, Estancia, can you get this girl to join our sorority? So she can be my little, <laughs> and I just like fell in love with you. Total girl crush. Um, can you tell us a little bit about some of your roles, what you've done in Broadway and like your favorite roles you've had, that kind of thing? Yeah. So I have not been on Broadway. Well, it's not Broadway. I call musicals. For some reason, I always call like musicals Broadway. Like it's okay. I I appreciate it. It makes me sound more important. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So musical theater is like my main mode of performance and and like my career. but I, I really have started to love doing more stuff with like film and TV too, but that's like in progress. My main focus has been the stage my whole life. Um, so I, I did a lot of shows at Western. Um, I was really lucky to be a part of a department that did like a ton of shows a year. So I was fortunate to like get a bunch of experience there. Um, and then after school worked at a couple different random, like regional houses, um, the summers of college. And then after college, I was in Colorado for like, I don't know, five months, six months. Um, and I worked there and then moved straight to New York. And then when I was in New York, um, I was there for two years, two and a half years before I, um, ended up coming here. But, um, for that first year I was in the city for like six months and then I went on tour for nine months. Um, and I was on tour with Pete the Cat, the musical, which is, um, it, it essentially was just like a musical of those Pete the Cat books that kids love. Um, there's a musical version and I toured around the United States doing that, um, for nine months. And that was like one of the highlights of my life. So fun. Um, what was your character in that? I played a couple different characters. Um, so I played like the mom of the family that adopts Pete. I played grumpy toad, which is like a bandmate of his. I played one of the teachers. And then I also played, um, I played the Mona Lisa for like 60 seconds. Um, but Hey, chill. But yeah, so I did that tour and it was really fun. It was like children's theater is super interesting in that like you might perform for a class of 20 one day and then the next day you perform to like 3000 kids and their families in like a giant theater. And so it's like it's really bizarre the like audience size difference and it was a super small cast and crew. So there were just five of us and six of us, sorry, bad math. There were six of us and that was it, the whole tour. So I traveled with five other people for like nine months and really didn't see, like we saw other people, but it was only us together and it was crazy and it was so much fun. Um, and then when I got back to the city, I, you know, did some like random cabaret stuff. Um, I was just auditioning a ton and then I met Ben And then shortly after I met Ben, when I had been visiting here, I saw that there was um, a theater in the short north, which is like the area that we are based, we live near. 
And um, I was like, oh, holy cow, there's a theater here. I should audition and try to come work because it's like a professional theater that hires out-of-town actors. And um, so when this that next summer, when the auditions came around, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to go like audition at Short North and see if I can book a job in Columbus, like while Ben's there. And so I ended up booking two shows and I was supposed to be here last, like this time last year. And then I was supposed to come back for a show in like February, March, and I was going to be going back and forth from New York. Well, when I got here in the fall of last year, started rehearsal for this first show and ended up booking a show after it that kept me here between the two. So I ended up booking booking two other shows in addition to the two shows I had originally booked. So I basically was here for their whole season and was supposed to be in Columbus from um, the time I like did that first show through the end of, or like middle of this past 2020 summer. So when shutdown happened, I was in the middle of that contract and sort of was kept on lurch in like the, we might reopen. We don't really know what's happening situation. Mm -hmm. And so then they just canceled the season eventually like earlier this summer. Um, and that's what sort of had brought me actually here to live with him in the first place was working at that theater. And now (laughs) I'm here. Um, so goal is goal slash plan is still, we'll be moving back so I can continue doing my thing. I'm still auditioning, you know, just doing it from the comfort of my home versus, you know, a random audition space like I would in New York, but that's pretty much how everyone is. Um, everything is fairly virtual right now. Still, um, a lot of the unions haven't particularly for stage, haven't, uh, released like reopen strategies. So theaters are like not they just aren't happening for right yeah. now. Maybe next summer. We'll see. Um, but I am, I'm still auditioning. I mean, some people are expecting to like, like there's a show I'm currently, I need to like film an audition for this afternoon that um, is planning to open in February. And I'm like, I don't know if this is actually going to happen, but I'm going to audition anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of what it's been like for the last six months. So um, life is like kind of weird with that. <laughs> But I, I've written a lot, um, through this time, which is something I didn't know. I love, I've always known I loved writing, but, um, like, especially during this weird time where I'm not performing, I've had more energy to like devote to the other part of the job, which is like the creative, like writing of it. So, um, written what have you been writing, scripts, like, uh, writing more musical theater scripts or like movie scripts? Um, TV actually is what I really love watching or watching, watching too. Um, but writing, I, I've started a couple films, um, screenplays are just like beasts and there's so much planning that goes into them. And I think I gravitate more towards, um, TV solely because of like my preferences with what I like to watch. So, um, I've, started tons of written tons of pilots, like started tons of other random screenplays, like drafted out a bunch of stuff. And I'm sort of just like building my arsenal so that someday when I have like 
the connections and money, I can be like, all right, and here's this film and this film and just like hopefully get them all made. That's the goal, right? Um, knows the guy that wrote, what what was that movie called? Oh, Joanna, uh, Joanna Mann. (laughs) (laughs) There's this movie named Joanna Mann. And you have to go watch it because it's hilarious. Um, a friend of Sam's. It's about a it's about it. a Did NBA it? player who um, gets kicked out for for something. He gets kicked out of the NBA and and then he um, transitions to a woman and joins the WNBA. It's definitely a, a movie name. that it's very politically incorrect. That you probably yeah. like ten yeah, years yeah. ago, but it, it's, it's, it was pretty funny. Wow. Um, I had a question. Uh, if yeah. You mind, should yeah. You? Um, in the world of, of theater, let's say, because it sounds like that's most of what you've done, is is there a, like, I guess what I'm trying to ask is, do people tend to cooperate or be more competitive and cutthroat? Or does it really depend on, you know, the situation? So a couple things. Depends on, like, level and also depends on who you ask. Um so level, what do I mean by that? So like within community theater or like high school theater or anything that's like more localized and small group, I think it's easier for like competition and cattiness and status to like matter. Um, when you get into college, it gets to be like a bit more cutthroat, but that's more so because people feel they have more to lose because they're doing this in what what I tend to see as a way of like progressing their career. Like if they're going into this as a college degree, like I would assume they're wanting to do this professionally. And so I think that's where conflict also can arise, but then you get into the real world and like, especially in cities like New York, Chicago, LA, but I can't speak for London, but I would assume London and like any other city that has like a bigger you know, Atlanta, um, there's, uh, there's places like even St. Louis has a theater community. And honestly, like when you get to it and Columbus's theater community, I would say is even big enough that like it's supportive. And what I mean by that is like, there's opportunities. Opportunities are not, um, they're, they're hard to come by, but it's also like, it's not the one show that's being done a year, or it's not like the one opportunity you have. So it's like, there's a little more grace for like, oh, well, you didn't get this one, but like, there's always next time, specifically in the big cities of like, specifically for stage Chicago and New York, like they, you audition every day and you get turned down every day. And that's just because there's so many actors and not a lot of jobs. And so you have to get used to saying no. So when you do hear yes, it's like the greatest thing in the world, but everyone around you is supporting you because it's kind of like, well, I like, I also got told no by the seven other people you got told no by this week. You know what I mean? So it's like, you, you see everyone more as like a, like you get jealous a little bit, right? Everyone gets a little jealous. We're humans, but like you're, it's easier to fight it off and it's not as common. And I think that then you get to a certain level above that, where if you start getting a lot of work, then you can get back into that cattiness. So feeling the entitlement that comes along with it. 
Um, and I have seen that specifically with people in New York that, um, have been given like a crumb and then are sort of like expecting the whole pie and they're not getting it. And they sort of get catty for no good reason. And it's like, no, no, no. Like everybody's working hard. Everybody wants this. Like we are, there's, it's hard. It sucks. And like, not everyone's going to thrive and like have their dream and whatever, but it's, you know, you have to be like empathetic to, all the kinds it's hard. So I think it like depends on where you are and it is competitive, but it's also, you're able to do it in a way that's positive without, um, getting too catty. And if you're finding yourself getting really catty, I find that it's probably something more internal than anything else. And I think Mm -hmm. it requires some, some personal development. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's really interesting. When did you yeah. know that you wanted to get into, uh, like pursue it as a career path and like go yeah. to college for it and that kind of thing? And were your parents supportive of it or were they like, like my parents yeah. did not want me to have a journalism major. <laughs> really? That's so funny. They wanted um, me to it's like, not funny. That's like, well, but. it's common though. I feel like, especially when I listen to these like Gary V things, like for totally. parents to, you know, parents want us to be safe. They love us. Mm -hmm. Right. So their number one thing is like security, security. Like they're not going to tell me like, go invest all your money in Bitcoin, Shaney. Like, even though that could be maybe how I get rich, like that's not going to be their like thing to do. So did you, were they like super supportive because they saw your talent or were they like trying to get you to pursue something else? How was that? And I want to pursue it in the first place. I wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for my parents. So I have, um, my parents were the type that like had their kids try everything just to see what they liked and what clicked. Um, my dad's a drummer. My mom was like in choir, has always loved musical theater. Um, my dad sings, was in bands, you know, like has always been musical. Um, so when they had us girls, my oldest sister is not musical at all. My middle sister can sing and like has a great voice and she danced. Um, and she danced all the way through high school. She really liked dancing, um, but like wanted to be a teacher, didn't want to pursue anything with that. Um, she also was an athlete. And when I came around, they put me in dance just like they did my sisters. They put me in sports, um, did church choir, whatever. But I, got really jealous when Delaney, my middle sister, got to go to theater camp and they were doing Annie Jr. And I was literally so mad that I could not go and be in the musical. I was like, she's not even good. Like I was a little diva. I was too young. Like I was six years old or something. I was not allowed to go, but I was throwing a fit. And so then that next summer I was old enough to do the musical or whatever. And so my mom put me in it and that was like the start of it. I had, I'd already been dancing for a couple of years. My parents put us in like at three or four, whatever the age is that you're allowed to start. So I had already been doing that. And like my parents just kind of could tell that I loved performing. Um, and that being on stage was really fun for me. So they kept like, pushing and involving me in things. So I was like in a children's choir in our hometown and I was in the school choirs and I was in all the shows and, you know, like sort of did that. And that 
was very much encouraged by my parents. Um, and then as I got older, when I started taking like private voice lessons and things like that, um, I was really kind of told by my parents, not told by my parents, but like encouraged that I needed to sort of pick my focus and my choices were volleyball or theater, dance, acting, something. And at that point I was like, okay, great. I, I want to do theater. So I picked that. Um, it wasn't really theater though at that point, it was sort of debating between theater and classical music because I'm trained classically vocally. Um, so I was like either going to go to college for opera or I was going to go to college for musical theater. And so then my senior year, I ended up auditioning for programs in both, um, and decided to go with musical theater because it was what made me happiest. And I like, it sounds really awful, but I'm not great at learning foreign languages. So I just wasn't like super interested in a degree that required me to take several foreign languages. Cause I'm just like, I'm, I'm really not great at them. And I knew I would struggle. Um, and like classical music just didn't bring me the same joy that musical theater did. Um, so then went to school for musical theater. And I mean, at that point, like I said, I feel like when you sort of commit to doing it in college, unless you have a plan for like how you're going to use your theater degree after college, like my assumption is you're going to try to use it. Right. Um, so then my plan had always just been musical theater from there. And, and it's sort of changed now. And it's like in this, I'll do anything. And I just love all the arts and I'll make all the things for all my friends. But um, yeah, my parents were always super supportive. And I, I, I feel like I never had a choice, if that makes sense. And I did, I was always in choice, but like, it feels like I was sort of bred to do what I'm doing now um, in a lot of ways. So I kind of envy the freshmen that were like, I have no idea what my major is going to be. I, I think that's so cool. I, I would love to have experienced that because I have no idea what I would do. I say, I like think I would have been a lawyer, but I also don't know that for sure. Like I could totally see you doing that. <laughs> yeah, You're good. You I have, have no like idea. a stare that like, kills. <laughs> like I, I saw the video of you. It was a video where you were trying to do your, um, like your casting call thing, like you were just oh, sending yeah, yeah. for a casting or something. Yeah. And ben was in the bed and he was like, can you get the blinds or I'm going to go to bed now or something. <laughs> and you gave him this look and you were like, can I like finish my monologue? <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly which video you're talking about too. And like that moment is genuinely me just being so mad. I was so upset that morning and I have no idea why. I was probably just in a bad mood. <laughs> I feel like that look that you gave him would be good as a lawyer, like intimidating for Thank you so much. The other side, the opponent. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like in an actress. Yeah. I never know what I would be. And I like try to ask people sometimes because it's like, what do you think I would do? Like, do you think I would be an accountant? Like, what would I have done if I didn't do music? I don't know. Or like musical theater. But. Yeah. Um, if you could be in any past um, production or movie, like say you could take the place of um, 
Judy Garland and Wizard of Oz, like any past mm-hmm. movie, which actress and movie would you be in or um, performance in general? Doesn't have to be a movie. Um, I would love, there are so many, this is such a good question. And I like thought I knew as you started and now I'm like, I don't know. Um, I would take, I, there are lots of options here. Okay. I, this is so hard. I would take, I can't do it. Um, I know for sure it would be a lead actress in some like long running TV show. I'm tempted to say like, I would take any of the three gals from friends. Mm-hmm. I would take, I would take Allison Janney as CJ Craig and West Wing. I would love to have done that. Um, like something, a series that was like so well done. That's like what I want. I want nothing more than to be a like on a TV show and develop a character for like seven seasons. Bless you. Excuse me. Bless you. <laughs> like that's the dream to me. I would love to do that. Or I would love to have like, one of my, um, I would have liked to have been the girl and like, no, I know what it would be. I would want to be Amanda Bynes and she's the man. End of story. (laughs) Because I love, I think I could have had Amanda Bynes career. I think I could have done that. Like the Amanda show. That makes like the Amanda thing. I think I feel like I messaged you about this. We've talked about it. I'm sure. And Um, I'm just so sad because I really related to her as an actress because you know how I'm kind of, I could come off very like weird, silly sometimes. Totally. Totally. And sometimes I even feel like I have like a, like when I'm joking around, like a masculine energy to me, not like, yeah, I'm a tomboy, but like, I have a, like, I tell a lot of jokes that like dudes would tell, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. felt like with um, Amanda Bynes, even in her early like Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. um, the Amanda show, like her humor where like she dressed up like a hillbilly and she's got the hillbilly teeth and she's like, hey, God. like that was like so me when I was a kid. And Absolutely. Same. So Same. it makes me so sad that she um, isn't like she was like, I think she was extremely talented and like born to act. So it makes me very sad that she can't anymore or that she's yeah. not. And I know she wants to, because I remember when she um, came out and I think she's under like a strict like conservatorship. And I, it just makes me sad what fame, I don't know if it was fame that did, did it to her. I mean, maybe it could have happened either way, but um, mm-hmm. I just, she's was so brilliant and talented and I don't, it just like makes you sad, but it's also like, am I attaching myself to this person that was just playing a character? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, so I have to like, yeah, like, you have to separate not, it. 
Yeah. It's I like, get it. is she really like, I'm like, well, this isn't her, you know, like I see these like pictures mm-hmm. of her and I'm like, this isn't her like wearing these wigs and like piercings and getting face tattoos. But it's like, maybe that is her. Maybe she's always been the kind of person that wants to get face tattoos. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent, especially with child stars. Like, and it's so hard for me because I feel like, so I am the prime example of someone that like, I would have loved to have like Jojo Siwa is living my dream right now. (laughs) Like she's a brilliant businesswoman. She takes her bow off every night knowing that like, she's going to live in luxury her whole life because she's just like been a brilliant influence for children under the age of like eight. You know what I mean? And it's like, that sort of child celebrity that like gets it and wants it for themselves. And it's not a parent, like it's not like a Britney Spears situation where like her father or whoever was like, no, you're going to be a star like that sort of weird stuff. And I think that like, I, I know Amanda Bynes had like issues with her parents weren't like both her parents embezzling her money or something. And like she had to end up like suing her parents or something. I'm pretty sure she has. I'm like not a sure, bad... but she's made a video on her Instagram more recently that says, <laughs> "My conservatorship they require me to spend five thousand dollars a month on my treatment." And mm-hmm. she's like, "I want, I want to. I'm making this video because I want to get out of it. I could still do treatment that's much more affordable." And it's like if she, like you have to realize as a parent that control is not the way to heal the person. You kind of just got to let go, you know? And like, if, how is a treatment going to help her if she's really pissed about the treatment and how much it costs? You know what I mean? Well, and like, I don't even know what kind of treatment it like. I think it's a house. Like she stays. It's like a place. place. Yeah. That's so tough. And it's so tough too, because I do think that like, there is something to be said about conservatorships and like what's going on with any celebrity and theirs, like specifically the Britney Spears. Like the more I read up on it, the more I'm like, but like, what if, what if they're just unwell and like we, the populace don't know what's like wrong. You know what I mean? And then I have a hard time. I'm like, how, like who, who do we trust? Mm -hmm. trust? And it's like, it's it's hard because I don't know her. She's not in my life. Like a lot of times it's for their safety. Like, um, because if Brittany went out and drove her car by herself, it all the time. And there were like paparazzi everywhere. She would be unsafe. And then all the people around would be unsafe. And so it's like for everyone's safety, but it's like at some point though, like no one can get better, like locked in a cage. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you have to let people make mistakes and, um, and like their life is not safe and no one's locking, like I do things mm-hmm. that are not safe and no one locks me up, you know? Right. My parents, would, you just like, don't have paparazzi, like chasing you down to the point where you will like wreck your car. Yeah. My parents, um, would love for me to like live in my small hometown mm-hmm. and like not live on my own in the city and stuff like that. But I had the choice to like do it anyway, even though it's Mm -hmm. not as the safe, safest option, like living on my own in the city, you know? So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's so hard for me to see that, but, oh, well, we'll be, we'll be praying that she, uh, I know that's all I like, 
what I hope for in these situations and what all we can like really hope for, for is that like the official, the officials that are working the like trial, like any sort of government official that is like any judge, any whatever, that they are just like actually legitimate and that they are truly judging the situation and not like paid off. Mm-hmm. or anything like that. Not that I, not that there's anything that there would be. I don't know. I just hope that like everything that the law prevails. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm, makes me sad. Um, I have a question. Okay. Do you, do you yeah. think that um, pursuing, you know, the arts or, or theater, but it sounds, I mean, you do more than that. It sounds like, do you think that pursuing that as um, your career has changed your personality? And if, if yes, how so? Like if you were to try to compare, like if you, like you said, if you were an accountant or a lawyer instead, yeah, do you think that that's had a different effect on your personality? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that like a lot of the things I am good at are, because I've been trained in that, like I've just been trained to do it. I think we are good at what we do a lot of. So like talking in front of big groups of people, like I can public speak in front of the largest group and like not really flinch. And that's because I've just performed in front of so many people that it's sort of like, I don't get that sort of nerve anymore, nervousness anymore. So I think had I not been doing this my whole life, I don't, I don't know if I would be that like confident in front of a group of people. Um, I think I've also had to get pretty good at like um, forming just like opinion. Like I I've had to, I've had to be good at like thinking on my feet um, whether it's like responding to questions like what we're doing right now, or if it's like auditioning in a room and like being uh, like trying to be able to, how do I approach this person who's casting? Like, are they someone who wants to chit chat? Are they someone that seems like they're really busy? So I need to like, not waste any of their time. Um, like those skills I learned. And I think that that's been helpful in my real life of like just reading people in general. And I might've learned that in a different way, like with a, a different thing, but like, that's how I learned it. So I don't know. I do think that like a lot of me would be different if I wasn't an actor, but I, I still think that like the, drive and like the creativeness and like that sort of part of me would still be there. It just would be used in a different way. Like, I think I would still be, um, wanting to do something creative. I would still want to do something that like I felt strong doing. It was like a, 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 yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's so hard. I, yeah. because like you take something question. away from yourself that like is so integral. And then you're like, I don't know who am I without this? <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. I also think like, it's like kind of a, what, what came first, the chicken or the egg question sometimes too. It's like, yeah. did you get into theater because of this innate personality trait you were born with and, or did 
theater grow this personality trait that you maybe weren't born with you know it's probably hard to tell mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think it's a little of both for me like I yeah. think it just and it's hard too because then that's where I'm like I was I my mother has been planning this since birth like I predict that my if my I think it solely has to do with the fact that my mom like loved musicals and I the first movies I remember watching are like her favorite musicals and I know that that is something of like okay it's I remember it because it was impactful to me but like why why did this stand out to me um and like Snow White didn't necessarily as a child um not that it didn't like I liked that movie but um yeah I've just like always known musical theater as like this thing that I was drawn to. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, cheesy. It's so cheesy because it's musical theater and it's like tap dance and glitter, but you know. <laughs> um, who is one of your favorite um, actors and actresses in Hollywood right now? Ooh, okay. Um, <clears throat> so I do love Adam Driver, like, emotionally but also as an actor like his craft big fan of his work um I let's see um I really love there's so many um okay so I also mentioned Allison Janney earlier I'm a big fan of her work um in recent years, really loving the things that Margot Robbie is doing. Um, a lot of her like recent stuff has been fun for me. Um, I really loved her in Bombshell. Did you um, watch uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes. Yes, I did. Very long. Very good. Um, I, that's a great movie, though. Um, the CGI abs on Brad Pitt. I think they were, weren't they? I think so. I don't know. I think I read. But that, that would make sense. He looked really good in it. <laughs> damn. I thought, <laughs> damn, I thought they were real. <laughs> they did no, a good I, job. Because I remember seeing him with yeah. his shirt off and being like, damn, isn't he like 55 or He's, something? Yeah, dude. I was like, how does he look that good? He's not natty, I'll tell you that. <laughs> not natty. Not natty. Um, yeah. Um, so I would say all of them. Um, I really love Zendaya. I think she's a phenomenal actress. Um, I, I'm more team oh, Bella Thorne with what she's doing. You know, the OnlyFans. Dude, <laughs> her OnlyFans situation. I was like, girl, you are, you are asking for it right now. No, but, I do. Re- like, for some reason, though, I've always found Bella Thorne so hot. I don't know why. I get it. She's got this like bad girl energy. I feel that. Very bad girl. Yeah. Naughty, naughty. (laughs) I think it's like the red hair, but she's Hispanic. So she's like got the Hispanic beauty of like brown eyes and just gorgeous. (laughs) Sam's going to run to the bathroom. Okay. Oh, you're Um, And, but then she's got like this red, beautiful hair. I don't know. Yeah. She's wild. She like... She's so interesting to me. She's such an interesting celebrity. I'm so like, I don't know. She stresses me out a little bit, but yeah. I'm like, I'm intrigued by her. Mm-hmm. 
She has what makes but a great sorry. Woman. Zendaya, who else? No, I really like Zendaya. Um, you know, I like, there's a lot of, what was the movie now? Sorry. Now that I'm thinking of Bella Thorne, I was thinking, what was the scary movie that she was in? Um, I just recently watched them randomly and they were so good. I forget. She's in some like Netflix scary movie and it's, they're really funny. I don't think I've seen them. I've not actually ever seen her act. I've just seen her. It's like the only time I've really seen her act. I'm literally looking this up right now. Um, The Babysitter. It's called The Babysitter. And then there's like The Babysitter 2. And she's in them. And she's like a very like not important character necessarily, but she's in them. But they're cute movies. They're fun. Fun little campy, scary movies. I digress. Um, Yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm a big fan of, those people who else am I like excited for I'm trying to think of new artists it's hard because this year I've not watched a ton of new movies it's been a lot of tv for me um have you watched the queen's gamut I did uh or I I started I have truthfully not finished um I do like it that gal what's her name she was in um split she has the big eyes she's mm-hmm. great I love her um I did you watch um you guys I feel like all I've watched in the last week is mass Singer and it's not but like it's literally all that's going on in my brain right now if that's not What's like the mass 2020 the mass Singer it's like this gaudy ridiculous tv show on Fox that like celebrities dress up in these masks and they compete and they sing. Oh, that's awesome. And you like have to guess who the celebrities are and stuff. And it's like, it's just random mindless TV, but I'm so into it because it's so mindless. Nonetheless, I've been watching a lot of it this last week. And so I literally feel like I've not like, I I don't know another TV show. That's all I watched. (laughs) I'm rewatching. Okay. Here's something I'm rewatching golden girls right now. And I am just remembering how delightful Betty White is. And then I'm just like stressing out about how old she is. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's an actress I'm thinking about right now. Um, yeah, I really like, um, I know I'm missing someone like, I'm a big fan of Brie, Brie Larson, regardless of like her looking like me. I am a big fan <laughs> of hers. Um, I love. Do you Brie like Larson. Jennifer Lawrence? Jennifer Lawrence. I really like Jennifer Lawrence as well. Um, she she's done tons of things. I really love um, all of her. You guys kind of have a similar personality, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> she's cool. She's really cool. She's someone that like I would love to meet. Um, I love, uh, I shouldn't, um, I love anything Timothy Chalamet touches is great. Um, the, I really like, I'm excited for 
Did you watch, um, God, sorry. I'm literally blanking on everything right now. No, what's it called? I, okay. It's obviously not that important to me, whoever she is. I really like basically everyone that's on the cast of Euphoria. Like I'm excited to see them do stuff because they're all so good. Um, there's this movie Unpregnant. I don't know if you've seen it on HBO. Um, and it's about like this girl's experience to like go have an abortion. And it's like this really beautiful coming of age story. Um, and one of the gals that's from Euphoria is in that. Um, and then there's another TV show that one of the other gals from Euphoria is going to be in that I'm excited for. Zendaya, like I said. And then a bunch of the guys that are in that show I really like. Um, and I would like to see them do some other stuff too. Is Euphoria um, on Netflix? Euphoria is on HBO. Oh, okay. I don't have HBO, but HBO? same way. Do you have yeah. it? I love HBO. I gotta admit, it's the only place I can watch Sex in the City. Um, so, have you seen Borat too? <laughs> you know, we watched it the other night. I fell asleep before it ended. It's funny. Like my question, I wrote Borat down is, is Have you like, seen Borat too? And then I go, Isn't it groundbreaking? <laughs> it's groundbreaking. I missed that part. Um, it, I get it. Like Sash Baron Cohen. Like I. Funny. I get it, but like, not your it. It's not my style. So like, <laughs> I fell asleep. It's funny, and I see the like irony and how you're like poking at all the things about like, but yeah. Um, Sam's little brother. He uh, wants to be a comedian someday. I love that. He can be a comedian today. He's a comedian I know. now. I know. Um, he actually did do stand-up once. He came to St. Louis and lived with Sam for a few months and got up there and did stand-up before all of this craziness. Um, and he was hilarious. Like, he had me crying, probably because I know him, too. And, like, the jokes yeah, were so that's embarrassing. Awesome. That's <laughs> the hardest part for yeah. stand-up. Like, getting on stage to do your first... It's the hardest part. But um, Mookie, his personality is like, he's always a comedian. Like it never Mm -hmm. shuts off. Like he's always making dirty, gross jokes. Very raunchy, yeah. And like Borat too is like his personality. Like he would not, he had already watched it and then he had us watch it and then he would not stop talking about Borat too. (laughs) So like, just to put into perspective, Sam's brother, like that movie is like his his movie. That's his comedy. (laughs) So funny. I mean, hey, it takes all kinds. Takes all kinds. Um, a movie we just saw, we, we saw Snowden on Netflix and it has the girl that was, um, oh, I love that. in the teenage pregnant show when we were younger. What's your name? The American teenager. Yes. <laughs> um, what's her name? Uh, Shailene. Shailene Woodley. Yeah. Yes. That you should watch. I have not heard of that movie. Is it new? Yeah, um, it's no, about it's, it's a it, it's they just put it on Netflix, but I think it came out of like three or four years ago. Oh, oh really? I didn't know that. This, yeah, I guess I thought it was yeah. just. It's with Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays uh, Ed Snowden. I really like him. Oh. He, he did a really good. Ed job. Snowden, the guy that like got in trouble for like 
leaking privacy. Like he was in the CIA and he yeah, leaked. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that that was a movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. It's really good. You would like it. I'll have I'm to sure. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I like both those actors too. So that would be great. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Uh, the Grinch, Jim Carrey version. I stand firmly by that. And I also like to remind people that it is absolutely insane that they lost the Oscar for best costuming to the gladiator. Those men were half naked. Did you see those Hoobians? They are fully, they are just. I recently um, have, I have to get a root canal and I had like a whole infection and my face was swollen and I woke up looking like a Google <laughs> person. Like, <laughs> I had no idea. I'm so sorry. Ouch. Yeah. I haven't had the root canal yet, but I'm on antibiotics. So swelling has gone down. Yeah. It sucks. Cause it's a re I've already had the root canal and they have to like it was like years ago and they didn't get it all. And so they have to like go back. So, and I'm really nervous because they have to drill into my porcelain veneers, which each one was like a thousand dollars and it could like crack it because they're glass, I guess. So I'm nervous about it because I don't have a thousand dollars. Yeah. You're like, I don't, I, I can't replace this right now. What, um, um, what is next for you? Like what, what should we be looking out for it's on the everything's on um, hold right now what'd you say yeah I, I'm, she said everything's on hold right now because oh the pandemic yeah everything is on hold right now um i am working on some new fun stuff though with some friends so hopefully um around the first of the year i start getting some like actual teaser exciting stuff um but yeah just like little things i don't know i I've been doing like a cabaret, a virtual cabaret here and there. Um, What's a cabaret? I heard you mention that earlier. Yeah, yeah. So it can mean a couple different things. Um, mostly it typically is just like an evening of an entertainment and it's like music, um, some like storytelling, that sort of vibes. And um, so I've done like a couple, I've like submitted different like videos and stuff to be part of like, virtual cabarets essentially is just like a zoom situation um of watching a performance and so I've done some of that we'll continue to do some of that my um I did I last year this this weekend last year I was performing with um an orchestra and they had to cancel their I was doing their Christmas concert with them Um, And they had to cancel their Christmas concert and basically their whole season, but they canceled their Christmas concert this year. Um, So they're just streaming my concert from last year. So if you need some Christmas tunes and you want to hear me do that, um, I think they're streaming them like on YouTube or something. You could probably type in my name and find it Um, because I don't have the specifics on that. But yeah. That's that's pretty much it. Just sort of enjoying a low key end to 2020, and then hopefully 2021 starts to you know rev back up and we get some actual like momentum going again. But yeah. And are, and you're going to be in Columbus at least for one year. Yeah, I'll be here um, for sure, probably through the through 2021, and then from there um, we'll be going back to 
the city. Um, and that's not to say, I mean, if I get offered a job out of the city, like if I book one of these shows, I will be gone for a few months and then be back, but my base will be out of Columbus for now. Um, so yeah. That's awesome. Did you have anything else you wanted to share? No, I don't think so. This has been great. You guys. Yeah. It's so good to talk to you. I feel like I, I haven't know. seen you in literally a decade. I know. We'll have to get together soon. I know. Where yeah. our conversations Columbus are being isn't recorded. That far from us, I think. <laughs> no, it's really not that far from us, you guys. I think I you drove guys just to No, that's different. But... What's the weather like there? <laughs> similar. Really? Yeah, super similar. similar to you guys. I mean, we just get like whatever you have a day later. Hmm. So today, I mean, like it was raining a little bit earlier, but it's been like 40s or 50s the last day or so here. Um, but not bad. Honestly, I'm like, I'm at that point of the year where it's like kind of gotten cold, but not gotten super cold and snowy, but I just like don't want it to get cold and snowy. And I want it to stay like this forever. The more and more, the older I get, the more I'm like, I need to live on a beach. Yeah. Would you ever move to LA? Yeah. And that's actually in the cards right now. It's kind of um, dependent on how this next year goes and like really where I end up putting a bulk of my focus. Like if, if theaters start to open and I'm able to like start doing more stage stuff, I will probably go back to New York. But um, I, since I have been doing a lot more of like film and TV type writing and like trying to break more into that. Um, the idea of LA is like there. So who knows? It might happen. Uh, we'll see which of my friends wins because half my friends want me to go to LA and half of them want me to go to New York. So <laughs> we'll see which one, which side gets me. Ideally I'll be bi-coastal though. Like I would really love to be able to have apartments in both places and just like go where the work is for me. That would be, that would be a sweet setup. That'd be dreamy, right? <laughs> Wouldn't that be so nice? You could just like put a tent up on, a lot of LA is just tents Oh, perfect. Now, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for being on. It's so good thanks to see you. Thanks for having me. It's been really fun, you guys. Yeah, thank you. It was nice to meet you. Hear your, nice your story you. and, and everything. It's good stuff yeah. to say. All right. You have a great rest of your weekend. Thanks. I will. I will talk to you later. Yeah. I will listen back to the show. Can't wait to listen to all of them in the future. They're good. I listened to the one with, um, oh, I don't remember his name. The tech guy. Uh, Chris. Chris. He, yeah. He's yeah. actually here visiting and we're going to. Um, oh, hi. Hi. Go do well. He, he's, not, he's not in here right now, but um, what if he just popped his head in? Hey, I would have been like, "Oh, great pod, great pod." <laughs> um, we are going to do some like Christmas festivities later today. I think on lights. Have you done your Christmas shopping? No. See, I gotta, I gotta wait for the Christmas bonus before I can afford Christmas <laughs> presents. Hey. Just kidding. I don't know if I'll get a bonus, but. Um, <laughs> but yeah i am broke as a joke after all these <laughs> x-rays and <laughs> things i've had to get for my teeth i had to do a 300 dollars 3d x-ray but we are just i am abundant 
and I'm manifesting abundance in my life. So we'll figure yeah. out. We'll get everybody gifts somehow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Have a that. great Christmas and um, you too. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks, Maddie.